Welcome to the Unestablished Podcast, a podcast about the unexplained shenanigans of adulthood. Adulting is challenging, but with a little wine and an unfiltered conversation, we'll get through this together. Each week, we will discuss the perceptions of what it means to live the broke rich lifestyle as an unestablished adult. Living broke rich is not just about monetary assets. There are levels of this shit. Now, here are your hosts, Constance, Jawanda, and Monique. Don't y'all need dead noise or some shit? No, it's fine. We got yeah, we this. Quit doing that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, I forgot. Y'all professionals now. <laughs> yeah, I it. Almost a year. Right. So y'all professionals now. I oh, remember right. back, back in the days, you know, accurate days, I had to be quiet for like 10 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we have moved. I like this. Up, you got to buy this again, baby. Oh, so you enjoy it. Yeah, you know okay. I like sweet shit. I think it's right good. Into it, I, think, I think it's good. I fuck okay. with it. Okay, well let's get let's get into it. All right, so hi everybody, welcome back for another episode. Hey y'all, hey friends, what's happening? We got one but two guests today. I'm gonna ignore you. Two guests. <laughs> <laughs> Uh oh! Forgot you later. Trying to ignore me. Hashtag two chains. All right. So today we have um, DJ Kevy Kev. Hey, that's what I like to call him because he he has all the hot music for the house parties that we used to have when I was in pharmacy school. And we have my boo, my man, my Clydesdale, EJ. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we in here. She told me I had to behave, so I'm a behave. You got it after the show, though. Can you can you keep yeah, it at like a six and a half? Yeah, no, we do not. <laughs> it's a it's an all or nothing principle. Thank you. <sighs> I'm not going to full ten. Okay, as long as you're not yelling and saying "Let's fucking go," it's okay. Just we gonna leave it below. I ain't gonna do that. I'm tired. I worked all day using my brain. (laughs) (laughs) Rose eyes. (laughs) Niggas tired. Tired. I I, I feel you. I I was trying to get out of work early today. They did everything in their power to to, to mess that up for me. I swear, like when they knew you got something to do. Rude. Like, where you going? That's that's classified. All right, I got somewhere to be though. Like, <laughs> uh, are you gonna be? Are you gonna be in Charleston? Ah, I don't know, but I gotta go. Like, yo, it was on me today. Lord, well, I'm glad you guys could make it because we really want to do this episode with you. So it's basically about um, sacrifices uh, a male a man makes in a relationship. So, but before we get into that, let's talk about this wine of the week. So we all got this, what do you call it? Is it Il Duca Imperial? What's the I-L? Yeah. El, El Duca Il. Imperial? Il. Il. Mm-hmm. Il Duca. Okay. So oh. we got that. It's Cardinal Red. So what, let's see. Okay, Kev, what do you think about it? I actually think it's good. Like... It's not, for some reason, the bottle made it look like it was going to be so much stronger. I thought it was going to be like some 
cocktail with porter or something, but it's real sweet. <laughs> it's real sweet. <laughs> the tea pain. Nah, it's the actually. I, I, I like it. I think. I think. I think it's good. All right, EJ. What's and mine, what's and mine, mine is mine is warm too. I ain't even have a chance to chill mine. I got mine like it came out the the wine cellar. It's it's hot, but it's still oh. good. Hmm. Okay. EJ. Uh, I think it's good too. You know, I like my wine sweet, like my wife, because you know I drink liquor. I don't really be doing that wine, so. But yeah, it's it's good. I like it. I will drink it again. I know we probably gonna end up buying it again. So, nine out of ten. Okay, nine out of ten. We'll buy again. All right. <laughs> Mo, what you got? Why do I have to be the first one to break the ice? <laughs> This is usually me. Yeah, to that's break. why. And we we done switched up today, heifer. So you go head on. No, I'm talking about you break the vote on this wine because it's okay because I'm gonna follow right after. Oh. You. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna pass on this one. It's just very bland, and I mean, granted, it meets Jawanda's percentage, but no, can I? I can't sip on this long term. It tastes like just a hot muscadine. You just plop right off the branch and try to put it Ooh, in your mouth. That's why I like it. It tastes like the wine my granddad yes. used to make. <laughs> that's why I like it. Yeah, it reminds me of Duplin and I can't. I don't like that brand so I'm good. Yeah. I'm with EJ. It's definitely muscadine feeling. It really, the first when I first tasted it, I got flashbacks of communion. But not communion <laughs> wine. It was just grape juice. That they used to serve, like I taste straight up grape juice. I knew it so was when you the said blood. I said that makes sense, honey. Of Jesus. <laughs> Listen, I heard the stomping and the clapping. Dude, yeah. Are we missing this? Some saltine crackers. So pass out some crackers. Okay. Right. <laughs> yeah, y'all cool. Y'all had saltine. There was salt on your crackers. Sometimes. Just shit. So yes, no, it, it, actually, you know what? No, it wasn't no salt. That was just a, a cracker. <laughs> what a damn salt. I, I just knew that that thing was just styrofoam and we were just eating styrofoam because it felt like styrofoam in my mouth. <laughs> they were old. They probably they bought them things mm-hmm. at the beginning of the year. Yeah, for they definitely were stale. And then we had them things for like three years. Stale <laughs> cracker. No, they definitely were stale. Then they started making the ones where the, the cracker go on top of the juice. Of the, right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just peel it back. Oh my God. Yes. That's terrible. We got fancy now. Yes. Yeah, job. But that's what that reminds me of. Communion grape juice. They give you um, first of the month. Um, I'm probably not going to buy this again. I, I'm okay. I'm I'm okay. They have another one that's don't taste quite like this. It's a little bit better. At least I think it is. So. You know what? I almost bought the wrong one. Like it was like it's a different one. The lady actually put me right in the right direction. One is like sweet red, and one says something else, but it looks like it's spelled exactly the same. Yeah, yeah. It's the imperial red. That's what I bought the first time because I almost bought it again, realizing <laughs> this one was cardinal red or whatever. But yeah. This was all right. Yeah, this one's all right. It's eleven point five percent, so of course it meets my standards of percentage wise. Um, it don't give me no like va 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 boom, you know. But it is sweet, so it is easy to digest. But it ain't like you know, 
it's better than Chardonnay. Like I would not for sure. <laughs> I, would, I would definitely buy it. I would buy it again. I'll buy it again. But you don't have a choice. You just said he won. Yeah, I said y'all go. Right. He gave it a nine out of ten. <laughs> I think I. I mean, I think I would give it a seven out of ten. That's not bad though, because y'all yeah, some wine connoisseurs. Seven is not bad. Exactly. We drink. You she know what I drink. EJ, we drinkers. It, it, it's good. Yeah. <laughs> it's good to me. <laughs> you can repurpose this even too, Juwan. This is sweet enough to repurpose. Yeah, sangria. You, you could do. Something you could definitely this. do a sangria with this one. And you don't even have to add the um, simple sugar. You probably not. Mm-mm. Yeah. Just a little fruit, child. Facts. All right. Well, I am pleased with the reviews. They were all mixed. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> so we are all gathered here today to talk mm-hmm. about. We're all gathered here today to talk about relationships. So I feel like as females, women, we talk about how much we sacrifice for our man and how we do this for our family. And, you know, there's a somebody else, your partner in the background, but nobody really talks about them. And it's always funny because this is after Father's Day, how people always give the jokes that dads always get socks and ties for Father's Day. Meanwhile, moms get the pampered and gift cards and this and that but so i wanted to get a, well we wanted to get the perspective of a male when it comes to relationships because i know y'all did some sacrifices oh that's what we talking about oh, oh i'm oh, i'm in the wrong chat y'all gonna get me out of here y'all ain't about to get me in trouble hold up hold up that's what we talking about chat. oh man get me out of this chat no, not yeah, Kev has no. exited the chat. <laughs> it's like, no, I'm just playing. But, uh, I mean, you know, everybody makes sacrifices. It's just, you know, you got to be, you, you got to be willing to do it. You got to be willing to do it. It comes, it's all kinds of sacrifices. I don't even know, you know, where to start at. But uh, for me, Let's for th- example. Go ahead. For me, for example, it was, uh, it was just. There came a time where, like, I had to put my lady first for, like, my family. You know what I'm saying? Like, in a way. Like, I had to put her kind of, you know, before my sister and before my nieces. And, you know, not saying I put her before my mom, but there comes, like, a there's, like, a sacrifice that your relationship with, you know, your family is going to change when you, when you really go all in for your woman. And that was that was a tough sacrifice that I had to make. I was like, man, this is, you know, I can't have the women in my life, you know, look at me different because I'm kind of putting them on the back burner in a sense. But it was just something that I, I actually ha- I had to do in order to to get where we're at right now, which ultimately, you know, I had to I had to leave home and, and move and move out and go pretty far. But like that right there, that was one of my biggest sacrifices. Like ah, you know, my sister, she was like. My best friend, my nieces, you know, they can always call on me. And my mom, like, now it's like, you know, she comes first. Not that I, I don't I love them any less, but I feel like I sacrificed my relationship with my with my siblings and my and, and my, my loved ones to, to make sure that she understood how important she was. You feel you feel what I'm saying? Yeah. EJ, do you have stuff to add to that? 
Yeah. Uh, I didn't make as deep of those sacrifices as far as family goes when it comes to uh, you and my relationship. Uh, most of my sacrifices were just me probably being self, uh, ego. And then, of course, when you move so far away uh, financially, making sure I made that commitment to come and see you every month, like I said I was, uh, making those long trips up those windy roads to West Virginia <laughs> to, uh, to see you, blowing transmissions in cars and stuff. But you know, oh. like, it was those hills. So, uh, Yo, the, the hills. Yeah, them hills wasn't no joke. Should have got a truck like you did, Kev. Yo, them hills, and man. Going up there in a, an Avenger. But yeah, um, once you got into pharmacy school, as you already know, I said, okay, we're going to make this work. Everything's going to be fine. I'm going to do what I need to do to make sure that you know that I'm here for you and to support you and I'm going to be there. And that's what I did. So it was a sacrifice, but went hard because at that point I already knew I was going to marry you. So, Hey. <sighs> well, I... <laughs> My my nigga. <laughs> <laughs> then we got so deep so quick, Lord. Let's well, see. I wanna I wanna take it back a little bit though. So can um both of you guys tell us how you met your partner? Ooh. Uh I actually met my partner uh in high school. And you know, we we've been friends and I for you know going on 20 years now you know if you ask me i say we've been we've been together for 20 years but she's not gonna let that fly if she heard me say that but uh <laughs> you know I, I i met her i met her in high school i feel like uh you know i was popping you know it, it was always <laughs> it. <laughs> it's like no it's like no i'm just i'm just playing but you know like i always you know i always had a a nice little crowd of people it was always it was always fun. We wasn't we wasn't like into like bad stuff, but you know, we was into music. Even back then in high school we had our little mixtapes out. We was always trying to do the, the latest dances and all that kind of stuff. Like if we had TikTok and all that stuff when we was in high school, it would have been a problem because that's all we did was just be goofy. And uh for some reason, you know, her locker ended up like right next to my locker. So I'm like, yo, who is this? Like, right all up under my locker. Like, I can't even be sneaky with nothing I do because the person that I like is like right up underneath me. Then, uh, you know, my man tried to holler at the first, and he struck out, and it just, you know, it just opened up the <laughs> it opened up the window for me. But uh, that's how we met. You know, we met pretty much in high school, and just, you know. You see somebody, they all of a sudden they start popping up everywhere. Little house parties. We used to do the little dollar hollers. We need, we need, we need to bring that back. What dollar is that? Dollar party. It's it's a house party. All you gotta do is bring one single and you in. Like that's it. One dollar. <laughs> you gonna mess up my folks' house? The least you can do is bring a dollar with you. <laughs> <laughs> And dollar to the point, like, party. yeah, yeah, we did the dollar holler. And it came to a point where, you know, we was able to rent out, like, little community rooms because everybody used to pitch in. And was like, you know what, we're going to take this money. We're going to rent out this community room. That way, we ain't got to mess up nobody's crib. But uh, that's, how, that, that's, how, that's how we met. We, man, we, we, got, we got history. We got history. And we, we still rocking. We still strong. 
I'm still strong. It's like Antoine Fisher yes. out here. <laughs> We're still strong. We're still strong. Oh, it's my turn now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my bad. Um, the listeners already know this story. They know how you pulled up on me at Walmart talking about you you wanted me and I was the man and blah, 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 blah. Hey. Whoa, whoa, <laughs> yes, whoa. honey. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Yeah. I remember that, EJ. Uh, yes, uh, I recall. Uh, and she was trying to freak you for a meal. I remember that. Yes, yes she honey. Was. She definitely was. Look at so, you on the space. So, my lovely wife, uh, <laughs> yeah, while we both were working at Walmart, uh, I think I was I was working at Sporting Goods. And I think she was starting out in toys. And um, I just saw her. I didn't really try to talk to her or anything. I'm just was a nice guy. I was speaking, speaking to everybody, being nice, you know, being EJ. Uh, eventually, uh, she had finally started to speak back to me because you know, Dewanda don't talk to nobody. So talk to Dewanda, yeah. speak to Dewanda for like two right. months in a row before she say anything to you. So she finally <laughs> said something back to me. Uh, I guess she figured I was a nice guy, uh, and we ended up just being friends and uh, we work similar shifts so we probably go to lunch at the same time so i'll talk to her on my lunch breaks and all that good stuff and then you know one day she just i got promoted about in january i think and this is one day she randomly popped up towards my department and my office and was like hey what you doing later want to come through and i'm sitting here like try to come through <laughs> it's on okay it was on. And the rest was history. She came over that night. We had a good time uh, watching movies, talking, getting to know each other. And she got stuck with me, I guess. Guess I trapped her, even though she trapped me. Please. Okay. And I just want the record to know that I did not give it up. Okay. What? So a good time was not me, oh, no, you know, busting no, it no. open My for a real she's, she's a lady. Right. She, didn't, she didn't do that. I was just trying to get a meal. I thought if I'd be nice and hang out with him a couple of nights, he'll take me out to dinner. Nope. <laughs> uh. <laughs> it was definitely a nope. <laughs> nope. You ain't gonna have me in your phone as damn Wendy's or Hardy's or Pizza Hut. <laughs> Free meal. I'm going for that. She really saw oh, really a snack. She was trying to get a snack. <laughs> yeah, my meals were earned. You had to earn that date for me. I was broke. What you mean? I was making like 10, 10 11 dollars an hour then. Who with no money? Broke. And I before that, I was making like eight. I'm going to take you out with eight, making eight dollars an hour. Come on now. Yeah, you had to be fancy. You could have went to Little Caesars. I am. No, you would have read him for filth with all of us. If you would try to take it a damn little Caesar when you said you wanted a meal. That meal wouldn't have been what you wanted. I don't even think little Caesar have like a booth for you to sit in. You just go in and out. I mean, you ain't, you ain't got time to sit around. You got to eat that shit like right when you get it, though. <laughs> ain't, no time, <laughs> ain't no time to waste. Hot and ready, my ass. You got to throw that down as soon as you get it. <laughs> they try to listen. They can't deliver little season. By the time you get it, it ain't, it ain't the same no more. Cannot, but I think they do. I think they uh, do. Uh, that's, that's something that's you gotta funny. eat right away. I mean, it's, it's worth the money, but you just gotta eat it like right away. Yeah, for sure. That ain't one of those. 
So Kev told us how long he's been with his partner. EJ, how long have you been with your partner? Oh, do we want to go officially or unofficially? Because official, no, unofficially. I want to go unofficially. Uh, I've known Joanna what twelve years? January twenty twelve. Twelve years of change. Uh, Officially, what June twenty fourteen till now? Officially, you claim me. Right. Strung me along for two years. <laughs> <laughs> okay, shot. Y'all know. Yeah, Constance didn't know. I'd be around. <laughs> he was a roommate for a That's long why I said, time. I want you to tell the unofficial and official. And, and they looking at me like, you still here? Listen, <laughs> honey, we had already claimed you. We had claimed you. In that first year, it was like, oh, okay. Here we go. Are we going to EJ's house to hang out? Oh, he coming over to... Oh, he staying there? Oh, he watching clothes there? Okay, bitch. It, right. It y'all, was together. Watching y'all together. <laughs> y'all together. This man was coming over, cleaning <laughs> your apartment, washing your clothes, but he just a roommate. Absolutely not. We wasn't about to let Nigga, him be disrespected what? like that. Absolutely Yo, not. Especially when he started there. cooking. And he cooked that soup. For them. Like, you not about I to do that. that soup. This had that like, soup. listen. Honey. <laughs> It was the crab boils for me. Yeah, it was and them sleepovers and we the omelets. Just... Breakfast was made when we got up, nigga. Nigga, what? College days, man. Let me remind you. Get out of my face, y'all ain't together. He Goodbye. even had an intervention with me. Like he was, he is invested. <laughs> right, he was invested in all the friends. Bitch. Exactly. So we have claimed him for twelve years. Took a little, you want a little little time to get on the bandwagon, but that's okay. Well, what's Maybe the problem, Jawanda? Yo, Jawanda, why would you why would you drag in your feet? I, I don't understand. Kev, like, what, I have commitment issues. I mean, I could dig that. You know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna say I, I have don't. commitment issues. I will let something sit in the cart for a while. Probably let it sit in there till they're sold out because I can't commit to purchasing it. <laughs> so I just couldn't commit or wrap my head around that I was about to be in a relationship. I don't I didn't feel like I was ready for it. I wasn't yeah, the curl wasn't all the way curling, you know? <laughs> it was activated, it just didn't give you the whole three six. Yeah. I mean, I could could dig that. But he stood beside me. He stood beside me. Yes, Lord. (laughs) She was just marinating, you know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She was just marinating. I'm just going to say, But we got there, though. Yes, Lord. What's the next question? (laughs) Well, (laughs) well, you interviewing us. Right. We we got real deep, real fast, and both of you have. Have already spoken on um, the sacrifices you've made for your partner, but what can y'all like talk about? When did you realize that your partner was worth the risk, like of making these sacrifices, knowing you couldn't turn back? Hey friends, thank you all for supporting Unestablished. We are one year in this podcasting game, and we would not be here without you. Come and help us celebrate one year of podcasting in Columbia, South Carolina, July 16th from 6 to 10. If you want the location, you have to RSVP. The link is in our bio, and we hope to see you there. Cheers. Uh, for me, I knew she was worth the risk. 
once I realized, you know, like how good I had it, you know, like obviously, you know, it don't, you can't put yourself on other people's shoes. You can't compare your situation to the next person's situation. But, you know, there were some people in some fucked up situations and I just couldn't imagine, you know, being with some, some women that would would lie and and cheat and do all the craziness that, like I know I know some real some real hard people some thugs that are just lose their mind because their heart was broke because their girl did them wrong. And I was just like, yo, I could never imagine that, and I just I I never got no kind of vibe like that from her ever. Like even when she wanted to do dirt, like she never made me feel like like that small like she was always make me always build me up like in in the best or the worst situation and you know not to mention you know how smart she is you know she is a, she is a genius she's probably the smartest person i know i ain't definitely one of the smartest you. people i know yeah I, I ain't even gonna hold you she's probably one of the smartest people i know but just that support that she that she gave me like from day one and it never changed it was like wow like she really is my rock. And it took me a while to, you know, to realize that, you know, I, man, you know, the hoes back in the day, you know, the hoes we used to call back in the day. It was just like, man, this is really, <laughs> this is really so much more than that. And it took, it, and I'm st- honestly, I'm still like just accepting the fact that, you know, I, I'm, I came out on the winning side of things. Like, I'm really, I really got it good, and I, sometimes I just don't realize that. But uh, she, she really, she really hold me down like nobody ever has, and I can't imagine some random person doing the stuff that she do for me. So it's just like you know what, it's all worth it. And if it don't work out, it was worth trying because like it's <laughs> the signs is just the good outweighs the bad so tremendously is like why wouldn't you even why wouldn't you take a chance and and we just we once we made that step together like we just been we've been just out and about on the move riding around and getting it <laughs> like <yo. laughs> riding around and getting it. it like but uh i mean that's all it's just sometimes you just gotta realize what you got and you don't, don't fumble the bag like you know what i mean like don't not, not to yeah. i'm not trying to compare her like that or anything like but still like I, you know, I, I, yeah i got some i got something really right. special whether it was times where i felt like i was i wasn't worthy of it i, I wasn't ready for it like let, let me let me run wild for a couple more years and maybe if i was older like I had that mentality, like, um, I'm young, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm 18, I'm 22, I don't want to do this right now. But if I was 28, maybe, I, like, I was like that. But it came to a point in time where I was like, yo, like, what am I waiting for? Like, it's time to it's time to push forward. And I, I still got I still got a long way to go. I still got a long way to go. But uh, but we, we thugging it out, though. We definitely thugging it out. And it's worth it. I love it. Oh, we'll be cheering you along, Kev. Yeah, uh, I, you know, I you know, we, you know, I need the support. I need all the support. <laughs> <laughs> I need, I need the support, man. I'll talk myself out of a perfect situation. Like, <laughs> y'all holding on strong. Like you said, she rocks. So, 
I'm sure y'all. This is my rock. Bust it that up. Hold on the spot. This <laughs> with the box. Show me. Yo, yo, look, that was a real that was a pause, man. That was a hit. I don't care nobody said. That was a hit. <laughs> that was a hit. That was a banger. Mr. Davis, the same question. Uh, so for me, Kevin already kind of said it and he even said it again at the end. That S word is extremely important, that support. Uh, when you meet somebody that makes you feel like you can do anything, that's somebody that you definitely want to hold on to. And when you also meet somebody that you feel like that doesn't have to do the things that they do for you and they're still willing to do it, even if you wasn't officially together, that's somebody that you want to hold on to and somebody that you'd be willing to sacrifice for. Uh, I don't think Juwanda told this story on the podcast. But <laughs> here we go. Me and Juwanda first met. Uh, I had no car. I did have a job. I, I was uh, like Cole out here, dialing a dream with an ambition, just mm-hmm. trying to get it. And I also had extreme pride, extreme ego. So this one time she was supposed to come to my house. I ended up working late. So she came to my house. My roommate let her in. And she was there. And I ended up walking home from my job to my uh, apartment at the time. And my phone died. So my phone died. Walking home, she couldn't get in contact with me. She already at my place. Um, I finally get there probably two and a half, three hours later. My um, job was six, my apartment was six hours from my job, and I opened the door. She meets me at my door, and then she slaps the shit out of me. She tells me, don't you ever, ever walk home like that again uh, when I'm here. You should have called, and I explained everything to her. But she slapped me, and then I'm like, oh, she really do care about me. <laughs> and from that moment on, I was like, oh, if she's willing to do this now, at the beginning, I can't imagine what she's going to be able to do or be willing to do or the type of support she'll give when she really does love me. So that was just yeah. a high moment Damn. for me at the beginnings of our relationship. That's told me what kind of person that Joanna was. Uh, we all know she's dependable. We all know she's amazing. I know she's fine as hell. So, yeah. Hey. Hold up! How, yeah. how far was Damn. your job from your house? You don't want to know. You don't what, seven miles? Oh, okay. Yeah, it sounded like he said six hours. I'm like, and that's huh? what I heard. No, I was no, like, no, 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 no. Yeah. about seven miles. I was okay, skinny back miles. then, so it only took me like two and a half hours of walking. That's still a long ass time, right? Long no, ass, that's, that's, and it looked like Hans was over there about to cry. Grand, listen. To pick me up from work, I I had to work. I wasn't going to not work, so I walk on. Honey, I ain't never heard that Ubers. story on the podcast. Like, this is for Ubers. I didn't know you yeah. slept this out of because right. you walk home for work, this ma'am. Is this is Ubers new to me, and, too. And lifts. Yeah, do you want to slap the shit out of me? Jesus. In my house. I'm already tired. <laughs> Uh, you didn't even get in your house good. <laughs> I didn't even get in. I'm in class. I went to work from 1 to 11 p.m. I get home. It's 12, 30, 1 o'clock at night. All I want to do, shower, eat, because I got to get up and go to class again in the morning. She's slapping the hell out of me talking about what you do. So, yeah. Brett, don't say slapping the hell out of me like I'm Ike Turner. <laughs> you slapped me. We know yeah, damn, you slapped me. Okay, and that was you know, the only time that I slapped him in that capacity. That's the only time she ever put her hands on me, like in a real way. But I felt I only had to learn once, though. You know, I'm smart. I don't, I don't need too many lessons. Well, I just felt disrespected <laughs> that he wouldn't feel um, 
wouldn't think about calling me or calling somebody. Like if I can't get you, if I can't pick you up, then we can find a way to pick you up. And if you need money for a cab, because like he said, there were an Uber back then, I would have gave you the money for the cab. Like it's nighttime. Why are you walking? So no, that was you got a point. EJ, you should have stole the first bike you saw laying in somebody's yard. Like, you know Not what? Debo. <laughs> Not Debo. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, I'm taking this bike. But no, that's not nah, that's, that's, that's a thief. That's, I did always real. have my gun on me, though. I always carried <laughs> that with me. So I was good in case somebody tried me. But she was right. I shouldn't have been walking that late at night. That just probes another weird question. But like, and I know you spoke about having pride and like ego and stuff at the time, mm-hmm. uh, EJ, but it was you being with your current partner, one of the first times you guys experienced being able to depend on someone other than yourself. Yes, for me, uh, definitely. Um, I know without a shadow of a doubt that I can depend on my wife for anything that I need, but I am a man. I'm still working with ego and pride issues myself. There's still times I don't want to depend on the one that she's my wife, but mm-hmm. I know that I can more than anything. If I need something, she's yeah. Right. Okay, pride is the devil. <laughs> I think it got a hold on me. <laughs> pride yeah, is the honey. devil. <laughs> yeah, honey. Look, man, if I don't get over myself here soon in a little bit, I, I can't tell you what the future is going to hold. Like, that is one of my biggest roadblocks. Like, I just got to, you know, just, you know, raised, raised by single women, you know, sisters and nieces and cousins and nobody really, you know, my mom said the craziest shit to me, but, you know, it was, it was real. It was just crazy, though. But she said, you know, son, if I had somebody like you, ain't no telling where I'd be right now in life. I'm like, well, damn, I like you. Okay, you mess with them thugs, mama, them thugs. <laughs> like, but uh, it's just, you know, I just try to be so independent and just, you know, I was, I was always, I was always the rock of my family. I was always, you know, being linked on. I was the, the peacemaker. I was the, you know, the fun uncle. Just, just all that, and you know, I. It's just hard for me to just kind of let that, I'm not going to call it power, but just let that go and just, and just fall in line and just, uh, just, just be the one that's getting help. I'm always trying to help somebody and I always was able to, but it's like, now I gotta, I need to help in a different way. Like I don't, for example, financially like that, I don't, that was my I'm the best, you know, financially, you know, I, I can assist, you know what I mean? Like I, I'm not a stranger to work. Like I can go get a check. I don't have a problem getting a job and helping out and paying bills. Like I can do that. I know I can do that. I, I stand behind that, but that's not always needed from me. You know what I mean? And it's hard for me to just mm-hmm. try to put that on the back burner and, 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 and switch it up. Cause I'm just, I'm just holding on to that pride so much because that's how I was that's how I was raised, that's how I always was. With the especially, you know, the men that I learned from, you know, this is all you gotta get your own. You know what I mean? You don't want a woman to put you out. Like it was always the it's because you ain't shit. You're like, yeah, yeah, you're gonna get put yeah, you got put out. 
because you wasn't putting up. Like, but uh, it's it's hard. It's hard. Like that pride really will really block your blessings in a sense. Like you gotta really, you gotta be better. You be better than what your pride is. Like it gotta be something that you can just be numb to that, just to get to the next level. And that's something that I I need I need to I still need to do. I still need to do. Like I gotta be comfortable taking the back seat sometimes and just be okay with it. And grab the wheel if I need to. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh <laughs> like you gotta be a good GPS man. Like you you're not driving, but you know, you got the directions and make sure we don't miss no turns. Like all that stuff is important and I just gotta learn how to give that same energy towards, you know, what what's what's needed at that time. Right. Well, I love it, guys. I just, I guess I can tell both of y'all are very independent people. So I guess I just wondered, you know, how has your relationship affected you in that area? So I love it. You're lifelong learners. You ain't going to never stop learning. <laughs> right about that. True. My wife say I love to learn. Yes, definitely a nerd that loves to learn. <laughs> That's a beautiful thing. I'm trying to get this money. The more I learn, the more money I make. You the one that don't want to work. <laughs> but you a pharmacist, so I gotta replace my income and your income. That's a lot of money. Yeah, that's that's a lot. That's you. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. There. We don't make bad money. That's a lot of money. You know this. All right. No comment. Don't be looking at me like that. <laughs> okay. You kids. <laughs> <laughs> Boy. All right. So, do you guys have like, um, can you think of like a specific example of maybe what you've sacrificed or you've given up for the sake of your relationship? You need a specific example? I mean, you don't have to be specific, specific, but can you think of something that you like you gave up or you sacrificed? You'd be like, damn, I wouldn't do this for nobody. But here I am doing this for you. Uh, the only thing I can think of just off the top of my head is time. Like, uh, Jawanda, you know, you get my time for before anybody else gets that time. And while you was in pharmacy school, every weekend I had off, I told you and I promised you and I committed to you and making sure that I saw you during all those weekends. And it's not something that you like forced me to do or you asked me to do. It's just something that I did just to make sure that I was committed to the relationship. You knew that um, I was going to do everything in my power to make this work since we was going to be long distance. But looking back, you know, my dad passed away about two years ago this month. So I kind of wish I would have took some of those weekends back, but I don't regret it. It's just saying that that is a big sacrifice that I made is that I always chose to spend time with you before time with anybody else. And I think that would probably be my biggest sacrifice. No regrets, but that was a big sacrifice that I did make. Thank you no, for clarifying I, that it wasn't a regret. I think that's what Oh, I'm no, saying. it definitely wasn't a regret. <laughs> I, I made that commitment. I chose to put that time in for my now wife. Because I knew she was going to be my wife. And that's something my pops always told me. And something that I always saw him do. He always put my mom first. So 
something I learned from him. So if you, you have a good woman, you love her, you want to be there for her, you want to be that protector, provider, and you want to stand by your word. So if you commit to doing something, you should do it. So, yeah. Thank you for Absolutely. our quote of the week. And that is definitely <laughs> about to be the highlight of this episode. Listeners, take it from EJ Davis. If you have a good woman, support her. Kev, you have the mic. Uh, I'm, I'm going to have to double down on what EJ said. Like, time is definitely, like, the biggest sacrifice. Like, and I'm I'm going to describe my time as, as just showing up and, and, and being present because, you know, I can give her, you know, all the time that, you know, I think that she deserves or I'm like, I'm giving you everything, but you got to know when to be present when it really counts. And it's not always, it's not always just about her. You know, sometimes it's a, it's about, you know, her family or, or her friends or, or a certain event, you know, she would, just how I, I spend time with, with my nephew, you know, if I can spend time, that same time that I, and that love that I give to my nephew, <clears throat> give it to her nephew, because I know that's, you know, kind of her world, like, that time goes a, goes a long way. And, like, when you show up for for certain stuff, it's just, you'd be surprised what that means to certain people. Like, you, you might not, like, oh, we did this and I did that, but that's what you got out of it. That's that was the most important thing. That that what made your day, or that's what made made you happy. And that's what I, I'll try to do more. It's just you know realizing when the moment is big and you just have to show up. And you sometimes you just gotta drop what you doing. What you doing might not even be that serious. Like you just you know you gotta sacrifice being somewhere or you know, watching the game or, or whatever the case may be and just make sure you, you're present in your relationship when it counts. Like, you all, you can't always be present. You got to go to work. You got to you gotta go to the gym. You got to have friends. You got to, you know, you got to have your own life, but you can't miss too many of the big moments. Like, you got to be there. You got to, you got to exist. You know, she can't just talk about me and nobody ever sees me or ever hears about me. It's, you know what I mean? Like, you can't just be yeah. non-existent to the rest of the world, but, you know, you, you everything in her world. That, that just, that don't always add up. So, I don't have, like, a specific example, but I would just say, you know, just, just, just the time. Just just making sure that you're present in, in, in moments that are important. Yeah. Making, her, making sure they know it's their priority. Yes. Sure. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like from the outside looking in at you guys' relationship, I feel like an all-in moment is when you basically like packed up your house and like moved to West Virginia from Pennsylvania. Yo, that uh, (laughs) listen, yo, listen, that that like your own place. You packed it up. Put it in a U-Haul and say, I'm going to move to West Virginia with you so you can pursue your dream as a pharmacist. Listen, you know, everybody, don't do it. Reconsider. They're going to kill you out there. Like, we, we, you don't know nothing about West Virginia. They races out there. Like, it, man, I heard, I heard it all. And I also heard, ain't nothing here. Like, what are you doing here? Like, that was, that was a big a big moment, and so it it, it gives me goosebumps right now. Like that was really a big moment, and it just 
I just knew I had to do it. I, and I knew I wanted to do it. It wasn't just, it wasn't like, you know, my back was against the wall. It was just like, I've been waiting for something to change for so long. And I got this opportunity that I don't even know what might happen. But she riding with me. And I'm pretty sure it's going to be cool. Like, let's let's go. Like, packed up, packed up the U-Haul. Uh, I actually, I packed up the U-Haul. Then I strapped her car to the back of the U-Haul. And she drove my truck. <laughs> and we... And we just skedaddled, like, yo, for real, like, yo, it, it was, it was, a, I, I don't even know if I, I thought I was driving an 18 wheeler, like, this, I had a, like a 26, 20 foot U-Haul with like some kind of towing package on the back of it, and I hooked her car up to it. You couldn't tell me I wasn't, I was in a big rig, like, I, yo, I, no, like driving up the West Virginia mountains and up the hills, like I didn't even know her car was behind me unless I was turning. Like you I couldn't even see her car. I was like, man, if I drop her car off a cliff, her dad gonna kill me. <laughs> but uh no, I'm saying we made it, we made it. Not to mention I packed packed up my dog, you know, my dog, she she Eve made it. She that that ride on that, that ride almost killed her. That ride knocked some years off her life. Oh bless. Yeah, Eve turned gray. Eve turned gray on that ride. <laughs> That was a that was a long ride. Our our first ride to West Virginia, and I had a big old truck towing her car. Yeah, we probably did like fifty five the whole way. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. That was as fast as I could go, and it took so long to get there. But when we got there, like we was like we was instantly cool. It was it wasn't really like one of those. I never <clears throat> felt threatened or, or or scared of like where we were at. Like oh, this is a new place, and I don't know nobody. Like. I felt like we was always cool. Even even in the mountains of West Virginia, like we still was good. I never got that feeling that it was like, oh, this is terrible. We 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 done fucked up. Like it was always it was always good and we always knew it was gonna be temporary. Like we not mm-hmm. this is business. Like we we gonna get here, do what we need to do, and we're gonna keep it moving. And that's that was our attitude. It still is our attitude, you know, we just that's how we that's how we live, like get what we can get out of, you know, our situation and, and let's try to make it better. Like yeah. always. But not nah, to that's... mention, like you went there with like with not a job. Like you had no job. Oh, yeah, you had no yeah. job. <laughs> like y'all just like y'all are one of those people that me and EJ are safe people. We like, okay, this how this how far we gonna go. But <laughs> Taylor and Kev are like, oh we gonna jump off. Like <laughs> And then they be like, y'all coming too? And me and EJ looking at each other like, should we jump off? I mean, they jumping off. (laughs) So we we always end up jumping off with them. But y'all, I feel like you guys are always willing to take the risk. Y'all are willing to step out there. So I, yeah, that's definitely a big thing. Oh yeah, of course. Like we not, we not getting no younger. Like, why not? Like if if you're not doing it for the wrong reasons or doing anything in a in a malicious way, like you know, God God got you. You know what I'm saying? Like we 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 good we right. good people. Like we not not like you know saints or nothing. But you know, we, I I really think that we're we're good people, and we don't try to cause any kind of harm or inflict any kind of pain on 
anybody or anything. Like we just try and live our life and, and be happy and, and, and share what we can share and experience shit. So if we keep that energy, regardless of what we do and where we go, I, I feel like we, we, we cool. Like DJ Collins said, they ain't, God did. <laughs> they didn't believe we was going to make it, but God did. Yeah, oh, EJ told me, no. He said, I just got this promotion. I am not leaving. So. <laughs> I had literally just started making some money. I had to make yeah. a 10, 12 dollars an hour for the longest. And I hit 42 and thought I was making some money. I was like, Listen, shit. That's you got to give me at least a year. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> the year I had just deal. bought a car. Y'all know I just said that we, I ain't had no car at first. First car mm-hmm. I bought, my Jeep. I love my little Jeep. Do you want to ride around with me in my little Jeep? But that Jeep was a I had to hold the door together with a darn bungee cord. So, Ooh. So, yeah. I don't I remember little, that. I bought, my first, I bought my first little car, and I'm like, you know what? I, I got to keep this job. Facts. I remember. <laughs> of course you remember. <laughs> no, I, 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 will, I will say this. <clears throat> if you think you got enough money saved up that you can sit on your ass for a stretch for a period of time, you don't. <laughs> yo, <laughs> yo, I, yo, 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 I, yo, I thought I was cool. Yo, for real, I thought I was cool. I said, you know what? I ain't worried about it. I'm take this bread. You know, I was, I was, I was into some things. I said, I'm cashing out. I'm just, I'm. We we going cool. I'm gonna find something eventually. And like. After like a couple months, you know, I was at the temp agency. Like, yo, <laughs> who hiring out here? Like, what? Eight dollars an hour? I'm not taking that. Oh, come on, don't do that to me. Like, right. I got, I got. They said, oh, sir, you're overqualified. I said, so what? Like, I need a gig. Like, come on, put me in. I was on the assembly line. That didn't last. I said, man, I don't even remember that. I was working I the graveyard for. Yeah, before it came through, you know what I'm saying? It changed things. It made it made things a little easier for me. But nah, but when I, I met Belfort through the temp agency, I was a temp when they hired me. They was and we was just on a crazy job, and I was with just some just some knuckleheads. Like I was with some some these boys just wasn't sharp at all, and we was like working at an IHOP that had just burned down. And we was doing like the most random tasks. We was like, we had to put the kitchen back together. We had to put all the the stoves and all this crazy heavy, everything so heavy, everything heavy. We had to get all the stuff off a truck and get it back inside this kitchen. And you got dudes dropping stuff. You got dudes dropping, hitting the walls, banging their fingers. And I just was like, yo, yo, I'm not about to get hurt out here. So this is what we're going to do. Like we're going to team up. Everybody just pick a partner and we're going to team lift, get this stuff off the truck and get it in there safely so nobody get hurt. Y'all not dropping nothing on my toe. And uh, the one supervisor was like, hey, and you worked in the kitchen before? I said, I never worked in the kitchen a day of my life. He said, but you was able to kind of figure out where everything goes and you, you got you kind of you kind of grab the attention of everybody and everybody kind of followed your lead. I said, yeah, because I wasn't trying to get hurt. Like that was my whole goal. Like I don't want to get hurt on this job. Y'all ain't paying me nine. Y'all pay me nine dollars an hour. <laughs> right. Like, I'm, I'm getting paid nine dollars an hour. We gotta get this heavy stuff off this truck. I don't want to get hurt. And ever since that, it was on. He was like, "Yeah, you know what? Don't come back here tomorrow. You go to the office. I want you to meet this person and this person. And yeah, you go ahead and do that." 
and I was a I was a temp for like a, a, a month or two and they brought me right in and I was like and that that man listen that was right on time because I was dead pop. My pockets was on E. Like it was just it started to get real <laughs> for me. All that little money I saved up, that was no money. Yeah. But uh, you know, we it's took a so we took a chance. To it's mm-hmm. it's super easy. Super easy. So hard to save. It's so easy. I was saving that money for for years. I ran through it in like a two <laughs> three months. Like that. Like yo, what is the, what is going on? Life, man. Yeah. yeah. But it was all worth it though. It's all it's all worth it. It was all worth it. It was a grind. I learned a lot. I didn't got. I done got promoted several times, and I still think about leaving the niggas. It's like, <laughs> but you know, it, 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 I, you know, it, it's really, you know, it, it's not a bad outfit. Like, you know, it's it's definitely opportunity there for for young guys that want to work. You know, it's it's, it's disaster work. It's natural disaster. It's twenty four seven. It's it's always going to be work. You ain't got to worry about that. But it's just you know, I'm trying to find my my work life balance. And we, we both can't be working out of our minds and, and expecting to find, to find happiness and be, and be at peace. So something's got to give, but, you know, that's another topic. It will. It is. <laughs> we might have to bring y'all back for part two. But with all of the um, sacrifices that you both said that you made, do you think men contribute equally to the relationship as women? Or do you think it's kind of weighted on one side? I'm let EJ take that one first. You know what I'm saying, I'm uh, <laughs> as I um, so no, I'm just gonna be honest. I feel like women are just able to give more than men are. Like, I feel like Jawanda can be selfish, but I still think back, and I feel like I'm still more selfish than she is. And it's amazing the things that she do to make my life easier despite everything else that I know that she does. Like it's times that I might have had a long day at work, but you know, Jawanda worked twelve hours, she come home, she cook, talk to me about my day, make sure I had food, pack my lunch, and then jump on a call with y'all to talk about podcast stuff and don't miss a beat. And I'm like, damn, I just working with the school and I'm drained. But you did all of that, and you still continue to do it. So um, I feel like I made some sacrifices that are all worth it, but I still feel like doing the sacrifices more than I do. And I think that might be typical with a lot of women in relationships. But I can't speak for all relationships. I'm just going to speak on mine. My wife's amazing. So, yeah. (laughs) That she is. Facts. Big facts. (laughs) I know. I don't ever forget (laughs) remember that for the hard times ma'am <laughs> it's recorded girl you can play it's it back. back it's recorded ma'am big, big facts there's no line there but uh nah I, honestly I'm still playing catch up <laughs> like I, I, I've sacrificed a lot and I feel like I'm still playing catch up I mean she you know she she was willing to, to cut some close friends off uh, 20 years ago because they said, leave him. He ain't right for you. That ain't the one. Don't, don't it ain't going to last. Leave, leave that nigga. Because they probably wanted to try sneaking. And like, she made sacrifices from the rip. Like she's been sacrificing 
a whole lot for a long like she waited for me in a sense like she never really she never tried to how can I put this try to get my attention in a bad way she was like you know what like I I, I know you're a good person I know you you are who I want to be with and she really just continued to handle her business and to let me grow and let me and let me come around and which you know which kind of you know it took a long time like I honestly I don't if I was into somebody and they kind of you know weren't ready when I was ready I don't know if I could have waited like just being honest I'm like well you know what I'm on to the next thing like she really she sacrificed from the get-go and she and oh, it's just wow it's amazing what a uh, what a woman can do for a man. Like, <laughs> I, I, I like honestly, like real shit. Like, I feel like, like at the end of the day, as much as I've done, I feel like I still, I, it's still so much more that I need to do. Like, you know, I, I need to, I really need to make some of these dreams come true, and not just do the the bare minimum. You know, I think I do enough. I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm not wearing myself out with my sacrifices because the majority of the time it's what I want anyway. So, you know, you sacrifice and you're doing something that you want. Like, what you mean? Like, but, uh, I don't know. I, it, at sometimes I feel like it could be equal during times and in certain situations, but in the bigger picture, nah, she, she, she sacrificed a lot to, uh, to put up with my mess. And I, I, I got I to gotta give her that. I got to give her that credit. Got to give her that. When you said that, Kevin, it made me think about this video clip that I forgot who the pastor was. But he was like, if you give a woman a house, she'll make it a home. If you give her some groceries, she'll make a meal. If you give her, Is it? you know... Say that again. No, no, no. I was saying, yeah. No, it wasn't TD. It wasn't TD, Jay. You sure? Yeah, he may have That's like. That's why I heard that deep baritone voice saying that in this. In that <laughs> no, it was skinnier, and almost. Are you sure it wasn't TD Jakes? I don't think it was. TV. Yeah, it was some. Can't it was be a Creflo. slender guy. I don't to it wasn't Creflo, but it, it was somebody who looked like him. Don't disrespect <laughs> him like that. It wasn't no Creflo. I remember seeing the video, and I don't. Re- I mean, it wasn't TD because we know what TD looked like. Okay? <laughs> he looked me like Creflo Dollar to me. I know it wasn't him, but he looked like Monroe. Him. Dr. Miles Monroe, oh. and he was saying how women multiply whatever you give to them, and right. um. Yeah, like I think it's crazy, but even with what you and EJ said, the things that y'all are most grateful for and say that we sacrifice, we were raised to do those things. Right. Right. And that's the the bare minimum of what we're raised to do. Be there, cook, clean, be supportive, all these other things. So it's like, I'm happy to hear that you all recognize how much is placed on women to exist and be supportive of their significant others. Me being single, like I'm in the mindset, okay, let me master all of these things before somebody comes into the picture so they could appreciate it the way that you two do. So that was great to hear. Yeah. No, you know, y- y'all deserve way more credit than you probably will ever get. You know what I mean? And it's just, that's just real. Like, I'm happy to be on a podcast. I'm I'm a part of the, this the Black Girl Magic. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, I thank ah. for reaching out to me, get me up on the cast, all crazy like 
No, man. Nothing but respect for for all you ladies, man. And, and, and just keep keep it up, man. This is this is this is this is thorough. This is some thorough shit that y'all got going on, and it's so it's so smooth. Like y'all, y'all almost professionals. Like y'all not celebrities by now. What you say? <laughs> exactly. The people sleeping a little bit, but they'll know one day. Y'all ain't sleeping. Don't get that. Listen, we y'all respect name, our process. Y'all, we and sleep. y'all single? Listen, they better stop playing. Well, I do want to ask one other question um, real quick. So, what do you guys think is the biggest misconception when it comes to men and relationships? Oh, that we don't have feelings and we do not care. I think that is the biggest misconception that a lot of people have about men and just relationships and just feelings in general. As men, especially black men, we care and we care a lot. We feel and we feel deeply, but we never have the space and the people that you can actually express those feelings with. So as a man, when you do find a woman that you can be 100% yourself with, that you can be vulnerable with without being judged is extremely important. Because we need that. Because uh, I consider Kev a brother, but it's still certain things I won't tell Kev about that I'm going to talk to Jawanda about. And I'm pretty sure it's things that he won't tell me that he talked to Taylor about. And that's just how men relationships work. And they're different than relationships that women have. I'm pretty sure even though Jawanda might be close, she probably can tell you and Mo anything. But I have friends that I've known for years that I still wouldn't talk about certain things that I talk to my wife about. And I can, I'm pretty confident to say that a lot of men could probably echo those same sentiments about feelings, but we have those feelings. We do care. If we act like we don't care, it's because we probably hurt and we're just going to keep it moving, keep it pushing and push it all in. But yes, men have feelings. Men do care. Uh, we do hear what you all say. I think that would be my biggest misconception that I feel like women have about me. That's very reassuring. Thank you for that, sir. Absolutely. (laughs) Facts. Big, big facts. No, that's heavy. That's heavy, bro. That's real shit. Like, I mean, (laughs) you know, I I, I agree. I agree with everything he's saying. Like, you know what? I'm going to add to it. I'm going to add that I think in relationships, women never feel like they're enough. They feel like they feel like men are always always wanting more and more and more and more and more. Like, but y'all y'all are enough. Like, just know that. Like, don't ever feel like you're not enough. Like, if you if you if you caught somebody's attention, like, that's because you are enough. Like, if somebody wants to get to know you but it's because you're enough if somebody is with you it's because you're enough don't ever get trapped in the i gotta do this and i gotta do that and i gotta continue to do this just so i can always feel like i'm enough like it's not you you chasing your tail like women are chasing their tail trying to make sure that they're enough like you that you gotta have that already built inside of you and and 
the real ones going to see that shit. Like, the real ones are... <laughs> you better no, preach, boy. You better yeah, preach. No. You better... No, no. Sorry to interrupt. No, you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's real shit, though. Like, I, I, that's... And like like EJ said, you know, we... You know, we've been hurt. We've been, we've been raised a different way. We, we, we men, we got egos. You know, we we don't probably, we don't say you're enough. That's probably part of the problem. Like, you don't hear it enough. But uh, it's it, it, it's there. It's there. And every y'all should feel like that. Black women, all women should always feel like you're enough for anybody. Like, right. don't never feel like you're not enough. Or you, you'll never, you got to keep continuously trying to reach this, be this person that is just going to be accepted and going to be enough because you chasing your tail. Like it's not, it's an ongoing process. So I, I would, I would, I would definitely say, I mean, that's pretty much what, you know, I'm just piggybacking off of what EJ was saying, but like we, we noticed men, the real, real men really noticed that shit. Like we, we not, we not dumb. We might play dumb, you know. We we might we might keep a, a poke. You, that's just, you know we might play dumb. We might keep a poker face on. We might not let it show, but you know we we, we see you. We see y'all. Yeah, clear in a world of yeah. plastic bodies and a flashing. Lord, hey. women always feel like I gotta be moving and working on something to be you know attractive and standing out against right. the rest. That may be my own insecurity, but in a with all of the external things that's happening, it still plays a factor into how we feel about whether we're enough. So thank you for reassuring our audience that we not are. A, not a problem. Y'all know. For real. Yeah. I think sometimes we forget how fucking different we really are mm-hmm. like men and women. So it's like, I know personally I'll project the things that I do and I want done to me on my man. I'm like, why aren't you doing this? Why aren't you more like me? Don't you see me doing these things? <laughs> I want these things too, sir. But you know, men are just, they just different. Bruh, the man going to be like, I do. I do. Yes. said it over and over and over again. And my voice carries. If I care about you, I will do it. You know, I'm loud as shit. Don't just do shit for me. Oh, she loved me. Oh man, she cooked for me. She washed my clothes. She cleaned Oh shit! She bought me some phones. Oh, she just loved me. But if you want that <laughs> stuff too, you better tell me. If I don't know, I ain't, you ain't getting it. You want to know? I've done all those things. <laughs> you have. You literally have. <laughs> I've done all Together. those things too. <laughs> right. Yeah, so, like I, I said, you, you yeah, even the phone. She bought me some phones. We crazy and we just do yeah, shit. And it's ready to be right. You definitely do. Think it's gonna be reciprocated and don't say it. Like, cause all men seem to be about actions. So I think if I just show you the actions, I won't. They're gonna come on back to me in spades, but it don't happen that way. Apparently not. Nah, got you. Got you. Got to. You got to be vocal. You got to. You got to make it clear. You might have to spell it out. It's it's gonna be. It might be annoying, but it's it's worth it. I know. And then I. I shouldn't have to spell it out, but it's in your best interest to spell it out, just to make sure it ain't. It's not confused. Like, oh, I I thought you was cool. Oh, I I didn't know you even wanted to go out and get nothing to eat tonight. How how I'm I'm supposed to know? Like, nah, nigga, I told you. That's how you're supposed to know. I told you I wanted to go out. I said I was hungry. I said I'm tired. Let's go do something. 
and we didn't do it. Like, it's make, you can make it clear sometimes. That's all. Yeah. Right. See, again. Draw, a- anyway. draw arrows. Yeah. I don't okay. think I'm hungry count, though. Because, you know, nobody knows yeah. what they want to eat. <laughs> oh, shots fired. My okay. <laughs> this has been <laughs> another <laughs> episode <laughs> of Unestablished. <laughs> yes. Thank y'all so much for coming. This has been great. Y'all were We're going to end on a positive okay? note. <laughs> In your own house, bro. In your own house. Y- y'all almost brought me to tears up in here with all these feels. Y'all know I'm a romantical. This is great. I'm so happy. We're going to have to do a part two for real, though. Right. I'm with it. Yes. I'm with it. Thank- I appreciate y'all, man. Y'all y'all keep doing what y'all are doing, man. This is this is beautiful. I'm, I'm loving it. Yeah. Well, you know I love y'all. I'm, I'm the love- ghost producer behind the scenes. <laughs> music. Yes, honey. We yes. Kev made we our music. Yes, oh, honey. Hey, hey, hey. And outro. Yo, I'm feeling that intro and that outro. I like how y'all did that. Yeah, I like what y'all did with that. You gave us so much to work with, bro. It was great. That was that's yes. thorough. That's thorough. You got sound effects and shit? Yes. <laughs> we only use it for special occasions. Yeah, that's special <laughs> occasions only. Yeah, for there you go, Juana. Digging in oh the bag. Oh my gosh, in he went to a 10. He said it. <laughs> in her bag. Oh my gosh. Well, this is great. I love Taylor yeah. and Kev as a couple, as yes. people, as friends. Yes. They're yeah. oh, we love, we, we love you too. They're one of our favorites. And if y'all don't know, Taylor was on the um, Damn That's Fucked Up that's episodes. Fucked up. So she's already been on the pod. So you can go back and listen to those if you haven't already. EJ has been on um, Destined to Be Davis episode. Was that Ow. Yes. So mm-hmm. he's been mm-hmm. on too. Mm-hmm. Kev is just, you know, he's the only newbie, but it seems like he's going to be back. Kev, you going to come yeah. back? Yeah. Absolutely. What do you mean? Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> like, ab- absolutely. But no more relationship yes, talk. Love a returning guest. Oh, we can just <laughs> no more relationship talk. We're switch yeah, the up next time. We can get into some RNS next time. Right, Real nigga right. shit. Right. <laughs> I was about to say you're gonna explain that to me. Well, Hi, Taylor. Well, they said what's up. Hi. We call that a. I'm sure about to ask about it. We call that a cameo. Yeah. <laughs> All right. right. Moving around in the well, background. If you guys don't have anything else to add, we'll go ahead and close this out. Two, three, four, wine it with wine. Tell me your grievances, wine it with wine. Girl, what is on your mind? Tell me what's on your mind. Who's going first? Is it going to be me this time? Oh, you have a... I'll never go. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a wine? Um, no, but I, I'm going to think of one. Oh. Um, <laughs> I know. Uh, I'm just trying not to be redundant. I feel like I'll be whining about the same thing. Oh, let me say, okay, yeah. Actually, I do have one. I realized today, 
and I know that I'm going to get some flack for this, but it's okay. I'm, I'm ready to take it. Today was the day it really punched me in the face that I don't have a summer anymore and that I have to work all fuck. I could not believe it was June 20 fucking first. I'm like, God damn it. I have to work today. Like I got up and I made my coffee and bitch, I crawled back in my bed. I was like, all I want to do is just stare at this phone and play this little cube game that I done found and make matches and and find movies to watch and just piddle around making lists of shit that I know I need to do but ain't going to do because I can do it tomorrow. And I don't have that life anymore and I have to actually go to work. The motivation today was such a struggle. There were some 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 cons to teaching, but a summer vacation was sure as fuck not one of them. Okay, it was not one of them. So I am sad today, ladies and gentlemen, to to recognize that I have to work during this hot ass weather. Yes, welcome to the real world. Yeah, it sucks out here. <laughs> it's bullshit. Come join us in the real world. Oh, bitch, I'm here. When you only get two weeks of vacation. Tragic. You gotta work Tragic. forty hours a week, at least. No. Oh. <sighs> God. Anyway, that's my sadness. Welcome to our truly... world, friend. Yeah, right. It's it's horrible here. Real adulthood. This sucks dick. Yeah, I but... think I know people get like a winter depression, but I think I have like the summer blues. I don't know, like mm-hmm. what's the official name for that, but. Seeing the beautiful sun outside and, you know, like, I'm supposed to be at the beach. I am supposed Mm -hmm. to be out walking, hearing the birds chirping, being bit by mosquitoes. Like, I am supposed to be enjoying the... (laughs) Right! I am supposed to be enjoying the summer and I'm up in this office and it's just so depressing. Because by the time you get off on work, nine times out of ten, you're either tired Mm-hmm. Hungry, mm-hmm. or you just really need to decompress, and it's just like, okay, I gotta fit this in and my commute home. That's my story. I don't know about you, but yeah, I can be in the office girl. during the winter, but that summer period, mm-mm. Well, we, yeah, we know you love a beach, girl. Yes, Child. at least let me Don't work two days in the office, and then the rest of the days be mine. Aren't we trying to get yeah. down to a four-day work week? Yeah, now, a four-day work would be great. I I've think they're trying had, it like, out in London and, or in England or oh. something. They're trying it out to see whether it works out. I thought there was a company in the U.S. that started it or, like, probably. Let's see. Let me do some research because somebody already approved this. <laughs> probably Google or some shit. <laughs> right. You know, they are Innovative. <laughs> somebody who gives mental health days to their employees. Right. Lord, yes, girl, I feel you. It's nice having this little this little pool view, but it actually pissed me off. It, it now seeing the sun up kind of makes me angry when I work from home. It's it's like a beautiful view, and I just want to keep the blinds closed because I just want to be outside, and I'm like I can't be outside. And like you said, I just I just ain't I ain't got it in me mm-hmm. to be bothered when work over. I'm just like oh my god, I just want to pour the nearest bottle of wine and. Binge watch this show. Facts. Bad. Right. Facts. Get that lead in a half bottle. Y- yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm still sad. <sighs> yeah, you were right, Jawanda. It says the UK 
has begun the world's mm-hmm. biggest trial of the four-day work week. Mm. Yep, they trying it out. Sounds beautiful. It I hope it works productivity, out. But critics say it is impractical in certain sectors. I mean, that means y'all need to hire more people to cover the shift. That's all. Yeah, it's the great resignation. Y'all need some jobs. No, hire tell four day work week. It's definitely intriguing. It is. That's that's something right there. Facts. People will actually work ten hours a day just to be able to be off for an extra day. Yes. Yeah. Because I mean, you're still doing the same amount. Like maybe come in one hour earlier, leave one hour later. Mm-hmm. But you ain't got to be there on Friday. Right, and those four days what? need to be consecutive. That's a yeah, part. yeah. Let's let's not even play. Because <laughs> who works on Friday any fucking way? Well, no, maybe there's some I people. Do. Do. Oh, sometimes. Mm. Well, I, I mean that's the main day people take off to go somewhere. Yeah. Imagine how much more people you'd have at work every day. You know, during big shit like holidays and stuff. Because anybody got to take off that Friday before they already off. True. This is true. But I'm only thinking about the pros. Because <laughs> I want it to happen here. The cons is on the company's end. That's their business. The pros are for the employees. <laughs> Listen, as long as your right. work getting done, that's all that matters. Okay. Why why hold me in this building for an extra day? Why pay me an extra day? Well, wait. I why run pay. this electricity? <laughs> okay. Right. You know, right. right. This water. Money. Yes, conserve. We're trying to conserve here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh well my wanting with why it's just that it's just this adult and shit bro i just i'm tired i am tired i worked 10 hours a day and i ended up having to work the whole 10 hours on my feet and i was so pissed <laughs> oh god yes because i do not come to work to stand up all day that is not in the cards for me i come to work to try to find me a stool so i can sit down and work (laughs) but as for today that was not an option because what i had to do did not allow me to be seated i'm sorry then you come home my sprinklers are broken i'm waiting on my man to fix it it's a whole debacle with that then I'll come home. I'm hungry. Ain't nobody made no food. I got dinner from last night, but I don't know if it's enough for the both of us. So I'm just here. Just trying to make it push through. I got my nappy puff up because I ain't feel like doing my hair. Y'all gonna get whatever <laughs> whatever I bring to work. You better twist it. It's what you gonna get. But I don't even know if I have time to twist it. What am I gonna do that? Because my niece is coming on Friday. It's too soon. Yeah, but I have to do figure out the videos for our previous episodes on tomorrow. Oh, shit. And then Thursday, EJ and I are going out on a date. Friday, my family coming because Callie is, they're dropping Callie off. Then they're leaving Saturday. Callie wants to go to a water park. So I think Saturday we're taking her to a water park. And then I don't know what Sunday going to be like, but yeah. And then she's going to be there the whole week. Whole week. Then we got to drive her back on Friday. Then EJ's families want us to come there. So if we do, that's like two and a half hours. We have to drive across South Carolina. That's not closer to 
Virginia. It's further away. So we have to decide if we're going to do that or we're going to bring our asses back home. They're texting Damn. me. They're saying, are you are you guys coming? And I'm just like, put that on EJ because I'll put all my decisions on EJ. So don't be asking me because I'll be looking at him like, are we going? Uh-uh. You won now. <laughs> you, are one, you are a unit, ma'am. You are a unit now. I know. I know. It's not I anymore. It's we. And and that's something I'm still working on. I'm still working on. I'm still working on that. Cause I'm just like, damn, I gotta, I gotta do laundry. And I was like, oh, look at my clothes. And I don't really think about his clothes. <laughs> I should probably should do his clothes. Juana, <laughs> I'm working on it. I'm just, I'm work. I'm used to being a loner. I'm used to being the only one. I'm with you. I, I'm with you. Right. I, mm. Dinner just I ain't for me. Do my own damn shit. Dinner is for us. <laughs> the groceries ain't just for me. The groceries are for us. Now, baby, I thought you had already gotten used to that shit. Yeah. Right. I mean, as I thought, much I as thought you the groceries. Okay. <laughs> right. Like, baby, I thought the food situation, you had already been at a wee. But you I was, already I was fine for. when. An avocado was 79 cents. Now that shit is like a dollar nineteen. <laughs> the you the prices go up. So I'm just like, bro, somebody, we're gonna have to cut back and some kind of way. Somebody gonna have to stop eating. We're gonna have to trade days when we eat or something because this grocery bill is crazy. Stop eating. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know if you know who you married, ma'am. <sighs> or who you are. <laughs> That's not a thing. Exactly. I know. I, know you, I don't. I know you like to go God to bed hungry like crazy a person. World where Jawanda is not fed. Like, oh hell no. Yo, I absolutely not because we're all we're all gonna die. <laughs> Every last one of us. We're doomed. Okay. Oh gosh, I did that. I did that again on Sunday. I think I was like, I'm hungry, but I don't know what I want to eat. And he was like, Well, what do you want? And I'm just like, I don't know. And then nobody made a decision, so I was just, like, I'm gonna just take a nap. And that's Damn. when he, I mean, I can't, like, if I don't know what I'm going to eat, I'm going to just go to sleep, bro. Like, what What else I'm going to do? Make a decision. I didn't know what I want. Make a grilled cheese sandwich or something. I don't know. I shit. mean, shit. Make I, a salad. <laughs> <laughs> make anything. Boil some noodles. Shit. Yeah. <sighs> I took the bread out of, like, I didn't buy bread. So we've been a breadless house for a minute. Oh. It's been a struggle. I'm so sorry. Because we like sandwiches. Yeah. Yeah, but I've been trying. So easy to make. I know, but I've been trying to cut out the unnecessary carbs. Well, you better get some lettuce and roll it up. Yeah. (laughs) I was about to say that. Go get you the whole whole romaine. Mm -hmm. Oh, I do have that in the fridge. Break that shit off. Yeah. Yeah, and then put a little turkey in there. Mm -hmm. Mustard. Mayo, whatever. you. Yeah. Roll that hoe up. Got to have some mustard. <laughs> Not the snap. <laughs> <laughs> the snap crackling pop. <laughs> yes, honey. I was gonna tell you to make your little pinwheel, but that's got carbs on it. Yeah, that got. That's what's that? Like a pita bread or a tortilla? You can use, you can use, yeah, but I mean, they got the low carb ones. I don't know what they taste like. Yeah, though. I don't know either. But I do love a little pinwheel that you get yeah. from. Is it Sam's to have them? Oh my God! Yes, they mm. have the best pinwheel. Wish I had a Sam's card. Oh, I have one. If I didn't have a spouse, I'll give you my um other half. 
Because you know you can have two people on one account. Nama used to be my other half. I used to have her on there. So now I got EJ on there as my other half. Bless it. May she rest in power, child. I know. Oh. Oh, but uh, yeah, no. you got a whole husband now. He got to be on the account, friend. Yes. Just let my daddy come up off his account. Sam's <laughs> <laughs> card, because I know that Negro got a Sam's card. Oh, you might could just use the app and just download his information to the app. <gasps> no, that's Ooh. tragic. Why we? Why you encourage what? Child, please. I mean, you got to get how you live. Times is hard. Gas is eighteen dollars a gallon. You got to get how you live around here. Don't even worry about it, girl. I, I know all that Negro's information. I used to know his social security number by heart when I need to get things. Uh-huh. Nothing serious. I just need to get into his Comcast account, you know, because shit would be blocked off and he couldn't be bothered to check nothing. So I had to be, be able to call DirecTV and Comcast be like, yes, it's this number, this number, this number, this number is the last four of his social. Thanks. Reset that password so I can get in. Appreciate you. <laughs> My whining with wine is, not, it's not really a wine. It's like I'm beating myself up because I got a speeding ticket this week. Oh. And the fucked up part was I saw somebody else get pulled over in front of me. In my mind, I said, slow down, Monique. You know, you don't want to be next. Thank goodness he got that person and not you. Well, five minutes later, <laughs> a cop is driving towards me and puts on his blue lights and pulls me over. And he's like, I just, I, immediately I was like, shit. Like, I can't even fight this. Yeah. You know, like right. he was coming at me. Yes. I can't say what I what was really happening and why I was distracted. <laughs> but, <laughs> but he was kind enough to give me a little... I guess grace on my my speeding numbers, which I'll tell off the mic. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, luckily I can just pay it um online, like the last one I had, oh, which nice. was years ago. Monique is a safe driver. Um, <laughs> you had to go and pay it in person. So in 2022, I'm grateful to be able to pay my speeding ticket online in these country parts. Yes, little Lord. world. Um. Yeah, I'm just right. upset with myself. Like, what the hell? It's okay. At least it was just a speeding ticket. Girl, I got me a speeding <laughs> ticket. <laughs> oh. Uh, <laughs> it was just a <laughs> Well. But yeah, I'm glad you knocked it down so you don't have to go to court. Like, that's. Oh, I love that. Yeah. yeah. I put around and got one like that on the way to school one time. He was like, Well, you was going. I was I was ducking it, bitch, because I had duty that morning. <laughs> I, I, I forgot I, I was just taking all my sweet ass time. So he knocked it down to like fifty something. Fifty and a what? Like Eighty. What were you doing? I was like, I think it was fifty No. I was I was doing about eighty in a fifty five, but he you <laughs> knocked me down to going no 80 and a 55 so oh no 80 and a 45 and he just put me as going 55 yeah i was in a 45 like, god bless you sir too and Ooh. it wasn't it wasn't that pretty it was never it was a speed trap right like, it's one of them places in the country <laughs> in the country yeah. 55 and then it's 45 <laughs> for five miles and then it's 55 again exactly <laughs> exactly that's exactly where it was nothing nobody was out there but me and the cows and the manure right. 
why you had to pull me? <laughs> Not in the manure. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, I had somewhere to go. I was tired after work, man. But I guess my driver's driving record helped me out a little bit because he, yeah, he was very crazy. Well, I got a ticket here in Virginia, and you know, if you go over seventy-five or eighty in Virginia, that it is reckless driving. So, <gasps> and of course, what? Yep, yep. Even it's on reckless. the highway, don't matter where the fuck it's at, it's reckless. <laughs> <laughs> okay, friend. So you ain't had to get the handcuffs put on you, is it? Uh, no, but oh, my my ass was speeding. Apparently, it was the middle of the night, and I wasn't paying attention. I just know the right. roads was clear, and I was going. <laughs> <laughs> she said you was on the way, and he, he pulled me right over, and I had to go to court, child. Oh no! Mm. Yeah, but luckily he told me that the judge was nice, and he was like, "Um, you shouldn't have an issue." So my ticket probably would have been like. I don't know, five hundred dollars, a thousand. I don't know, but that shit it was just hurt my soul. <laughs> he was like, "Just pay, just pay the court fees." Court fees was eighty nine dollars. I sent that check. Ooh, <laughs> right. <laughs> <Here you> go. <laughs> Listen, I, I would have been up in there like, "Judge, I cannot." Is there a paper I can write? A class I can right. take? Right. Community but service I can it. do because I don't yeah. have it. Mm-mm. Yeah, he was he was real nice though. Like the judge was real nice. Everybody was going reckless. One person was in a in the school zone speeding. Oh, come and on. And he was now. just like, It's your first offense. He's like, just do driving school and pay the court fees. Nice. So luckily I already knew to do the um driving school. So I did the driving school and paid the court fees. So luckily, what was that? Maybe like a Driving school was probably like forty dollars or something, fifty dollars. Oh, okay. But not bad at all. I know, right? One person he made they need to do community service or some shit. <laughs> they must have had some extra charges on that team. Right. That wasn't their first time, bro. That wasn't oh, their first okay. time. Got it. Repeat a gracious. Mm. Struggle, child. Yeah. Struggle. Yeah. The officer didn't want to give me the ticket though. He was like, I have no choice. I have to give it to you. He's like, you sure you ain't got no reason why you was speeding? I was like, <laughs> he was, was trying like, to no. give you some hope. And y'all don't like, know girl, you was like, my my husband called me in a panic, right. bitch. You have a whole husband now at home. He was with me. Should have lied and said you wait to pick child of it, bitch. Exactly. <laughs> my the daycare said they can't keep my child no longer. But and the funny thing but, is the whole way there, I was telling EJ, watch your speed, don't be speeding, watch your speed. And then here I am with the ticket on the way back. I was like, man. <laughs> oh, but yeah. God. At least you're not in Virginia where it is reckless. It used to be 70 is reckless, but now they bumped it up to 80. I Girl, think now it's reckless. The DMV is 70. known for speeding, so that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think everywhere else is like just 20 miles over whatever the speed limit is. Right. But they have all those damn lights, all those damn cameras in D.C. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> oh, right. yeah. Shut up, <laughs> That was constant. No, no, no. She was laughing at me. Oh. The way I just almost ran all the people over and ran that fucking red light. I was ready to go, bitch. And shit. I was so glad that was the one light in D.C. There was no fucking camera. Something right. did blink. 
But Some made a blank, but they ain't sending shit to you. Yeah, they did. did. No, I don't think we ever got nothing. Well, well we had a gone. South Carolina car, so there were no tags in the front. So right. yeah, hopefully, that was the only why. thing that saved See? you. That was the Lord. Thank God. <laughs> that was so sad. <laughs> oh, that was so funny. Okay. <laughs> I thought she was coming for me because I got one too on the no. same street on the same day. Oh it's no! And they sent it in the mail. Yes, girl, had my face in it and everything. I couldn't. <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> say, you can't deny it, bitch. Can't we got you on camera. Can't deny it. They'll put the your face oh, in it, and it'll be. They'll zoom in and clear clear out your driver's lights, um, drive your license plate. So there's nothing you can say about it. Listen here, they need to put that money towards something else in government. No, I appreciate that because you don't have to worry about points on your license. All you have to do is pay the uh, money. So that's oh. different. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I'll okay. take that any day. Yeah. Hell yeah. Well, shit. Never mind. I recant my statement. <laughs> Lord. Okay. Yeah. They don't have a point system there, but you do have to do that whole emissions test. That can be annoying. Yeah. But we don't have we don't have to do that here in like Richmond. I guess Central Virginia. I think you just the DMV. Actually, they really have to do the emissions. Okay. We just have to do the inspection here. All right. Well, are all hearts are clear? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, guys, don't forget to submit your questions. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, I don't know, accusations. I don't know what the word. Recommendations. I don't yeah. know. Suggestions. I mean, something to say. Accusations. <laughs> I was just trying to add another word. Right. I have another stuff going on. <laughs> I'm right. I didn't do it. Versus, damn it. Oh, Lord. I was just trying to add another <laughs> word in there. I didn't know what to add. That was just what came I don't me. even be in these streets to be accused of nothing. So come on. <laughs> <laughs> well, if y'all got any of those, if y'all see more, if y'all see more in these streets, you know, hit us up and, uh, and at our email, unestablishedpodcast at gmail.com, or you can hit us up in our DMs, um, unestablished podcast on Instagram, unestablished podcast on Facebook. I ain't gonna mention the other thing, and <laughs> I'm gonna let that ride. Yep, and you know, Carry on. let us know what you think. Uh, shout out to EJ and Kev for coming on the episode. If yes, thank you. Nobody else has anything else to say. You guys, Mo, you can go ahead and take us out. Cheers. Cheers. I'm going to go ahead and eat some more of my skins. Chicharrones. Girl, I ain't had a good skin in a minute. Yeah. You got to get it right off the pit. And the oh, I love oh. those. Oh, I mm. love those. Mm. A fresh skin. Oh, my God. Mm. Listen. And it crunched. <laughs> that... mm. I don't like it when they're too hard, you know. No. But I like that. I don't like it too soft either. It got to be in, oh, yeah. in the middle. It got to be able to break when I, you know. Right. Split like it. Yeah. Like a chip. Mm. So good. Mm-hmm. What kind are you eating? This is the Kroger brand. You sound so disappointed right now. Because <laughs> they're in the South Carolina kind, so. Oh. That's fine. Nothing worse when they get stuck in that throat. Oh, oh yeah, because they, oh, they, you cause feel you like dry. you dry. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> I got to I got to chew extra. Right. When I'm eating skins, bitch. <laughs> Every time we go on a road trip, my dad always get him. He got to get him with a soda. And he don't even drink soda like that. He only drinks soda when he eating skin. You you have to get something to help it go down. Yes, child. Yeah, for sure. Because water ain't cutting it. No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. That water just sit on the top. Yeah, no. It's not I thing. think it expands it. Yeah. <laughs> like in your throat? I think it expands. It just feels like sure. it does. Like it expands yeah. it instead of. It don't help. Yeah. Yeah, it's supposed to push it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining us this week on Unestablished. Be sure to catch us every week and don't forget to rate, review, and follow us on all podcast platforms. Or if you simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. Until next time, peace and love.